Welcome back, everyone. This is Daily DVR. My name is Axel. You can find us at dvrpodcast.com. You can become a patron at patreon.com slash DVR. And Patreon is trying a bunch of new things, and you can become like a free patron for a little bit, which gives you access to other pods that we've done in the past. And and go ahead and do that. It's fun. We're a great little community. You can also check us out on Facebook at the Daily DVR uh, Facebook page. I think it's just called Daily DVR. have a lot of stuff going on over there as well. Today is a special day. And first, let me introduce Gina. Gina is here. Gina, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, Axel. Thanks for having me on. Well, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about this last time you were on, and now it has come to fruition. I have finished Shaws of Sunset. Um, I watched all, what, nine seasons, 128 yeah. episodes, which is not really true. I think I missed two episodes were not available either on the Bravo app nor on demand through YouTube hmm. TV. So I don't know why, but they were just huh. like two. It was the, actually it was the reunion during COVID that they did over like uh, Zoom or whatever. And that I think that was season eight, seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And one episode of like season three, it just for some reason I couldn't find it. I couldn't find mm-hmm. it on YouTube, but I did watch the whole damn thing. And I literally finished less than an hour ago watching <laughs> the the, re, the last reunion part two of season nine. Uh, the show, this of course is a Bravo show. The series debuted on March 11th, 2012 and ended on August 29th, 2021. So it just fell short of 10 years of being on. And I never watched it while it was on. I don't even think I saw one episode. I don't know why, but I never did. Gina, you watched this show. What was your experience in watching it before we dive into the characters and everything? Did you watch it when it premiered or what's your story with it? So I started watching Shaws of Sunset when it premiered because I had also just started dating a Persian man. So I I was kind of thinking, oh, this will be great. Maybe I'll get some tips, you know, on the culture. (laughs) Everything yep. else. But um, yeah, so that's when I started watching the show kind of from the very beginning. Oh, that's not, that's like me with Southern Charm since my wife is from North Kakalaka. I was like, maybe <laughs> I'll learn something. I ended up learning close to nothing. Yes. But same. there you go, right? That's what you probably your experience too. Um, I did learn how friends can be horrible to each other over the course of nine years when watching oh. this show. Uh, I mean, I just have to say I watch most of this late at night or I've started trying to exercise. So I'm doing like I'm up to about two and a half miles on my bike every day. Uh, This is a stationary bike. I had to remind my friend Derek was on the other day and he's like, there's a lot of hills by your house. That's great. And I'm like, are you insane? I'm on a stationary (laughs) bike. I'm not going up hills. I just started here. Um, so this was kind of just, I really had an opportunity to kind of sink in and just keep binging this, you know, and it's been Mm -hmm. like 
guess over a month or so. I mean, like I said, that's again, I, I can't believe I watched 128 episodes of this. But in the end, I felt very sad. (laughs) This was, they were just so bad to each other and everything kind of fell apart. And what started as a show about just to give a little background, the series, I'll read it from Wikipedia. The series follows a group of Iranian Americans or Persians, as they say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Living in Beverly Hills and the greater area known as Tarangeles. Yes. <laughs> Remember that song? Tarang? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Who, it started with uh, Reza, Golnessa, slash Gigi, Sammy, who left after season one and was mm-hmm. in like five scenes in season one. Um, yeah. Asa, who stayed until season six, but was a very big part of the show. Yes. Um, And yeah. And she went on to at least have a child by someone in the Jackson family. And by Jackson family, I mean the Michael Jackson family. Yes. Jermaine Jackson Jr. is Yeah. Who she ended up, she married and they have a child together. Uh, And the others are Mike and Mercedes or MJ. MJ. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Over the course of the nine seasons, we had other people join um, Lily, Asifa, Shervin, who was like a friend, and then he was featured, and then he went back to being a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. We had some of the other characters, Nima, who came in season seven to nine which I would yeah. really consider kind of like the, not the best seasons ever. Um, no. And in fact, I think if it hadn't been for him joining, it would have ended a lot sooner. <laughs> like, I, I feel like he was like the bright, shiny ray of hope <laughs> for the group. <laughs> okay. I want to talk about that because yeah. the main basis of this show is really Reza and MJ, right? It's kind yes. of like yes, it is. They were friends from youth, and the other people have associations to them. They are the center of this universe. They also end up being at each other's throats, hating each other. Reza, just crazy shit happens between them. So as the show starts to disintegrate and their relationship starts to disintegrate by season seven, that's when they, that's when Nima enters the picture. They, they destiny enters the picture as well, even though she was a friend before, Mm -hmm. um, Asa leaves Asa, Mm -hmm. I should say, not Asa, Asa leaves. They also introduce this woman, who seems to have disappeared from the world online and it's as though she was never on the show. London, they called her. Do you remember her? Oh, uh, was she was she the lesbian? Yes. She <laughs> the token. Was. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. I vaguely remember uh-huh. her. Yeah. She came on in season eight, I think. Um and you see you, I think you seem to have a little bit of an affinity uh for Nima. I have a I have kind of I have mixed feelings on the guy. What's your feelings on him? 
Um, well, I feel like we're kind of starting at the end. I was just, it was interesting when he came on because I was like, oh, he's so pretty. He's going to make some of these other guys a little nervous. Yeah. And he was just seemed so like nice and innocent and friendly and actually didn't really know too much about his Persian culture. Like right. he, he was separated of, from his yeah. dad. Or from yeah. his mom, his mom. He went with the yeah. dad, his sister went with the mom. Right. So, you know, he hadn't kind of grown up in the same, uh, maybe not as heavy on the per Persian culture as some of these other ones, other cast members did. Um, and, you know, it was kind of like they were teaching him, like they went with him to like buy his first gold chain and stuff like that and i kind of i kind of enjoyed the oh it's a new puppy in the group type of thing and um i did always really kind of want him and Gigi Golnessa to get together at a certain point like i really kind of hoped it was going to happen she'd kind of finally calm down and you know was a little more um well behaved and genteel by that point and I thought it, it could have been cute, but, um, you know, yeah, I, I enjoyed having him in the mix because I was like, oh, this is a okay. breath of fresh air, like literally. Yeah, that's interesting because I think they're binging a show like this and watching it week to week is a different, it is a very different experience, even though the show, mm. these shows feel so bingey. For yeah. me, it was an obvious turn towards we were thinking of canceling the show. Nobody gets along anymore. Let's introduce a guy who is unabashedly looking to be, get attention, be famous, and also cheat on his girlfriend within the first five minutes oh. he's on the show. <laughs> which I is, forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, it's the first thing he does. He shows up at their retreat, because this show, like all the Bravo shows, they all end up going on trips together, right? Yeah. Like the whole thing is centered around parties, a certain party at an event, birthday, marriage, yeah. kid, or we're all going on a trip together. And they went, yeah. they go to this ski trip. He shows up with his sister, who never really becomes a big part of the show. She mm -hmm. dated Mike for a little while. Um, and he immediately tries to hook up with Gigi while at the same time having a girlfriend that he not only lives with, but has a business with. So yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. a little you like, know, it seemed, I, I, oh, go ahead. I, I feel like it just wasn't that bad compared to all the stuff I saw Mike do <laughs> yeah. for so long and, yeah. and Reza. And so I still think of Nima yeah. as my little angel, I, even though <laughs> I, I have to agree. Boys. I have to agree. The stuff that he and and he ended up breaking up with his girlfriend. You're right. He never got with Gigi. They ended up kind of having different flirtations. At one point, yeah. he turned her down because she was too drunk, which I thought was a nice thing Big to do. Yeah, yes. especially Big on reality him. TV where that's always an issue. Yeah, uh, like sexual assault and drinking is like a mm -hmm. part of almost every reality TV show. I just listened to a great podcast with Bethany from Real Housewives was on um, uh, with Matthew Bellany, uh, the, um, what's the ringer show that he does? I'm losing the name of it here. Um, oh. I'm looking through my thing as I'm bringing it up, but the town. 
and oh. and she did a, a great little interview with him about trying to kind of unionize reality workers and the drinking, the long hours, the sec the sexual and physical assault, emotional abuse that they take, you know, stuff like that. Um, it's, if you get a chance, you should listen to it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you listen okay. to that podcast, the town. Mm -hmm. No, that's a great podcast. The town. He, What's he's it about? about Hollywood. Oh, really? Yeah. The, you know, the town, he talks all about what's going on with the strikes or with Netflix oh, okay. or, you know, all that kind of stuff. Interesting. Yeah. It's a great pod, but, um, yeah, I respected him in certain ways, but I just felt like for me binging it. And, and that's kind of why it's, I think it's appropriate a little bit to start with Nima is because I feel like that's almost a different show. I, I feel like the show that had Asa, MJ, Gigi, Mike, Reza, that was the show that I enjoyed when they went to um, Israel, right? Remember that? When they went to the border yes. of Iran. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, when they the fact that they were also able to show regardless of their upbringing or heritage understanding of that or lack of that that they were just people right that's why i think in one thing you don't end up learning too much about i think iranians in america persians in america because they're they're also a very small click of people that are all sharing common, I guess you would say a love of money, fame, <laughs> partying, drugs, alcohol, and that's about I, it, right? Well, I mean, this group and, you know, I, I think not to be super stereotypical, but, you know, I think there's a certain even Persian culture and mindset in Tarantulas. Like I know my boyfriend went down there once on business and he, of course he went to check it out. He speaks fluent Farsi. He moved here when he was um, 14 or 15. And um, so he wanted to like check out the scene and, yeah. and he kind of thought people were, you know, more on the rude and stuck upside, you yeah. know, it's, and <laughs> there <sounds> are, right. <laughs> There are certain Persians who are very surface. I, you know, um, very surface. They're all about name dropping and filters on their photo and plastic surgery. And I say this not based on the ones I've seen in TV, but ones that I know in real life. Um, so I'm just going to say, you know, it's like you raise the eyebrow. It's like, okay, hmm, that's, that's, that's interesting. You know, it's like, their significant other is like arm candy. You really wonder mm -hmm. how invested they are in them, but you know, because of how they're treated, like when they get ill or struggling with something, it's, it's, it's kind of wild sometimes. Uh, I mean, yeah. I guess this could be any person really. Yeah. But, but that's what I mean. They represent yeah. that. We have that's the real housewives of Beverly Hills, mostly white ladies like that. Married right. to medicine, yeah. mostly black ladies in the South. They're like that, right? Like it's yeah. <laughs> the, every they're, group has yeah. that group in it. Yeah. So that's why I say like you do learn a bit 
and I like the language thing. Like I, I wanna I wanna be like Gina June, <laughs> you know, I wanna <laughs> say things like that. One of my one of my friends does come who watched Shaws of Sunset, who is, you know, a white girl like me. Yeah. Would, like when she first met Kayvon, she she would she called him Kayvon June. And so he calls her Chrissy June. Yeah. See, cute. I yeah. like that. That kind of stuff I liked. And I liked when they dealt more with that than with the kind of show going downhill. And that's why I think like the entrance of Nima and destiny for me looking now at the show is like, I could have really done without those three seasons. Like it mm-hmm. could have ended mm-hmm. when Asa left. And for me, she became, and uh, we can kind of dive into the main characters. I'd like to start with her. She was an, okay. um, an yeah. artist. Yes. Um, uh, 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 what did she call herself? A um, a Persian mystical goddess princess. Yeah, something like space that. traveler. <laughs> right, like yeah, she had. She was kooky but lovable, yes. and I thought her heart was in the right place, and she was like just kind of super interesting, you know, eccentric, but also, you know, really was trying to like live her life with some purpose outside, like trying to sell diamond water. Oh, the diamond water. That was like the worst thing Asa did. But I mean, you're just kind of like, really girl? But she was like doing some prayers and blessings while the water was still so big. It's just funny. Um, she was she was very kooky, but it's like lovable kooky. Yep. Like I don't I don't recall a time where I thought she was vicious or mean. She she was the brunt of most of that that kind of behavior. She was the you know, she she took a lot of crap from a lot of the mm-hmm. other people at times, particularly the women, uh Gigi and and MJ. Totally. And when she wanted to have a baby, she was like, Hey, I'm out. Yep. You know, I'm getting out of here. I don't need I don't need my kid around. Yeah, it was pretty it was pretty quick. It was pre- yeah. like as soon as she got pregnant too, it was you could see the distance was happening already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and I just I loved her. Um I I mean the diamond water thing going like the way she would go to the factory and they'd be like, "Okay, this is the big thing that holds all your water." And she's like, "Okay, wait a second. Now I'm going to need to put the diamond right here. How are we doing that? And they'd be like, well, that's your fucking problem. Figure it out. And she'd be like, no, come back. (laughs) Like she just always had a plan and was so direct and had such an unwavering belief in her, her insanity and her mystic goddess princess being and the way that she tied being Persian into and the history, right, of her culture into mm-hmm. herself, I thought yeah. was helpful in the ITMs, the interviews they do, in framing, in constantly framing the show. She would always bring it back and say, This is who we are. We're refugees, right? And she had her song. She had her um, one season was the music. One season was she was doing an art project on love. And remember, she took all those weird pictures of everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) She did the diamond water. She did did her caftan. Which she's still doing. I checked in on her. She's still doing those. Um, And she just, for me, that 
was I hung out with a lot of Asas in New York Mm -hmm. and knew a lot of women like her. And I just always enjoyed listening to her talk. I'm not into the same stuff as her. I, I probably wouldn't. I don't really think the Diamond Water is doing anything. But um, I felt she was kind of the heart of the show and she really yeah. like brought it back. So I missed yeah. her. She was she gets my favorite Shah of all time. Um, yeah, I think I, I really liked her for some of the same yeah. reasons I think you did, Axel. Just like if you're ever in like the arts or theater, you always have some women like this and that are just really trying to do more and are kooky and lovable and just like you kind of shake your head and laugh but that's what makes them kind of like so awesomely weird and she wouldn't care either right awesome yeah no if if you said to her you're crazy i don't believe anything she'd be like that's your trip axel june like you know right like i still love and believe in you Right. And uh, so I, I just, I don't know. I felt she brought a positivity that we should talk about the main stars, Reza and MJ, who for me, I've watched a lot of reality TV and I've seen people get lower and lower, but they are definitely on the list. And particularly for me, MJ, um, though Reza's rate almost, kind of tied with her yeah of just gosh he fluctuates yeah i think he fluctuates between absolutely horrible and in a way much better place yeah (laughs) well he seems to have a little bit more empathy and that's maybe because of perhaps the worst person on this show mj's mother who was absolutely horrible to her especially in the beginning telling her you know making fun of her weight the way she looks the way she dresses i i I will say that another persian culture thing which is weird because everyone has people in their culture who are on the plumper side however um i am on the plumper side and um I have had some of Kayvon's relatives say stuff to me at family gatherings. No. Yes. Oh, that's terrible. Women that like, I think the only time they eat is when Kayvon cooks for them because it's, I don't know, or like once a day or something. Like there are a couple of cousins, they've gotten better about it in recent years, but I swear to God, if I hear anyone do it again, I'm going to fucking go off on them because I'm just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done hearing about this shit. Like, you know what? Eat a cupcake because it looks like you need them. And I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, this show had a problem with that gene. I'm sorry. That's, that's fucked up. This show I mean, had but a that's a cu- that. that's a cultural thing. Like they're very that you dye your hair blonde, all of a sudden you're amazing. It, you know, it's like mm-hmm. there's no way that's going to be like a natural Persian hair color. I'm sorry. Um, um, if you yeah. remember, what was it? Wait, no, it wasn't Asifa. Who was on it? Or Lily? When Lily yes. came on in season two, and she was only oh oh, this is a great Wikipedia is awesome. Um, she was only on, that was something that Reza, they would not stop. Oh, you're so thin. You're so thin. You're so thin. And she's like a Persian Barbie. Yeah. Oh, you're so beautiful. And to me, I said, I, I think the same thing. Like you need to have a couple, you like, you don't, 
that's, I don't, you know, an extreme of either way is not good for a human being, right? Like right. too big, yeah. too small. You want to be kind of in the middle. So, you know, so the three little bears or whatever, but you, you, she literally, that became such a concentration and especially because MJ was always bigger, right? She, she, yeah. that, that, and so was her mom too. You could see that it's in the family genetics. Right. And her dad. Yes. Also, was yep. a, a rounder yep. fellow. So yeah. it was. They had a problem with that, but her mom Vita June was, Oof. which which I do have to enjoy all the impersonations throughout all the seasons that they did of her. It was always funny, <laughs> but she was horrible, and she passed uh, it on to MJ. Yeah, and her and Reza, Re, Reza every season would pick a new woman that he loved more than anything in the world. And that they had to then hate everyone else, or or he had to hate someone. Mm-hmm. Mercedes would do the same thing. She would pick someone mm-hmm. to hate, someone to pick on, until we get to the end where they don't have anyone left to hate except each other, and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's just a quick way of explaining this whole entire show, which is they are people who are very hurt. Him by his father, her by her mother, mm-hmm. and. Yeah. They they in turn elevated the other parent to godlike status, like you would have thought her father was Gandhi. Oh yeah, like he shit gold exactly, <laughs> for sure. Right? Like we're he was make- a dual dual. He was a dual dual talal, which we can talk about. Oh later. yes, a golden penis, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so very good. Yeah, I pick up on it. Um, it was just really strange. Like what? Even the thing with naming her son Shams, and he oh. looks like him, and it's. I always get a little weird. I'm even a person that I'm not a huge fan of naming people junior mm-hmm. or because I feel like it takes the identity away from the individual. Um, mm, yeah. Like I would never have named my son junior because I feel like, no, you're your own, be your own person. And yeah. I feel the same kind of that, that like, oh, what are the transposing her feelings for her dad onto her son. And it just, Everything about those two left me feeling really weird. And I guess I found this out later because they didn't really talk about it a lot in the show. But as you know, it comes to a head in what is it, season seven or eight, when Reza says a bunch of horrible things about MJ. Her husband retaliates by coming over to Reza and his husband Adam's home vandalizing their backyard mm-hmm. in yeah. in an insane manner because you see the the security footage. Yeah. Reza ends up putting a uh order restraining a order. restraining order. Yeah. But also I don't they only mentioned it like two or three times quickly in the show. He actually served time in jail, Tommy. Mercedes oh, I, yeah. husband. I I think so. Yeah. He yeah. pressed charges against him. Yep. Um yeah. So he went to yeah. jail. Now it was for like 10 or 20 days. Um, and I've been trying to find, I try to look it up and it's like, they, they kind of how, even if I look up, how long did Tommy go to jail on Shaw's? It's a little bit, they're not really, they don't really say it and he never said it, but that's the reason why they would not let Reza see the kid. Like, it got, it got, yeah. so it was, it wasn't because of the straining order. It's because he actually went to jail. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think, yeah, he, that he pressed charges. Um, I think he went to jail and yeah, he sent 10 uh, days. Then, yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> but you know, that was part of it, but I, I just think like MJ's super toxic. We talked yeah. about her mother being super toxic. She married a very toxic person. That guy, Tommy, like even the wedding, I just like, she was like cursing and dropping the F-bomb. Yeah, it was it insane. Was just, it was It was crazy. so, it was, I, I could barely I get so through embarrassed. that. Yes. It was, it was physically embarrassing, cringy to watch. You're just like, this is like for people that value money and status and everything else so much. This is as white trash as it gets. I am sorry. Oh, totally. Like so utterly. Well, they always are. Aren't, aren't, aren't they though, Gina? The it's, uh, like, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, you know, actually every story. When I told Kayvon about this show, you know, cause we were like early dating and I think he and his mom watched an episode of it and he's like, these are like the hillbillies. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way of describing it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. But that's the same thing of, as like, you know, um, flipping a table on Jersey, Teresa, or they're all, you know, it's, it's, uh, what, what, what's the, what's the woman who's still trying to profit off, uh, the queen of Versailles or remember that? Oh yeah, the rich uh, dude and made him build this huge house, or yeah. Um, I, I, I well, vaguely he wanted know to do it too. About. Yeah, but it's I mean, it's like the Trumps or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's like you got a gold bag, you got a gold toilet. You think that's classy? Like yeah. there's nothing classy about a gold toilet. Nothing. There's not. It's it's weird. Yeah, you're weird. Yeah. Get away. <laughs> like, <it says laughs> but that's the way I ended up feeling about Reza and MJ. That. I just, I couldn't stay and her whole journey with getting pregnant and all that. And I just, honestly, I could, it was hard to watch. I fast forward through a bunch of it because I just found her absolutely just horrible and Reza too. And it was sad because in the beginning, at least I felt like Asa had a way of framing their hurt to us. Mm -hmm. And yeah. when she left, it became... It just, it, it kind of became more like a regular Bravo show to me. Um, mm -hmm. And that was sad. So as far as resin MJ go, that's really all I have to say. Most just kept, kept on starting fights, though I did think some of the storylines were fun. When, when Rezich tried to become a stand-up comedian and kept on failing, I thought that was hilarious. Oh, I don't, I don't even know if remember, you remember that. that. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> That stuff was awesome. And some of his stuff with Adam, who Adam too, his husband, remember he was texting, yeah. sexting people and oh God. it was crazy. Well, um, I mean, but you know, poor Adam, like they go to, what was it? They went to Thailand to get married yeah. and then Rez is like, no, we're nope. not going to get married. Go home. It was like really bad. I was just like, I could not believe that guy stayed with him. I was like, Jesus H, I this is just really awful. It was oh, awful. And then remember when they God. actually did get married, it was just like on a night out and again, another trip. And they're like, let's get married now. And he was yeah. like, okay, let's do it. And so he didn't get the wedding he wanted. He didn't get the invite. It was just very, uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of therapy was needed there. And speaking of that, 
let's talk a little bit about <laughs> also one of my favorites in the beginning who was always kind of a shyster, you could tell. And I'm talking about Mike, Big Mike. Mike. Yeah, um, he was great in the beginning. He like, was. Just so charming and attractive. Funny. And you're just like yep. so drawn in. Tons and of charms. By the end of it, Charm. he was getting hair plugs. He was looking really tired. His, his, um, the, the second girlfriend who i think he's actually still with and what i found out later gina i had no i had no idea i know what you're gonna say i think because i think i just found out today too that he was arrested for domestic violence against her which which was made one of the reasons the show got canceled oh interesting that's when it happened so they were like it's kind of on the outs anyway Mike did this. We're in the middle of like a me too and things that are happening. So they were like, bye-bye. And they didn't bring the show back. Yeah. Um, And plus he had that really sweet wife, Jessica, who he totally like, she like converted to Judaism for him. And then he like completely fucked her over. Like just like cheating with all sorts of women and beauty pictures. I'm just like, he just, he, you know, Doodle to gone wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that poor Italian girl, right? She's like this little Italiano. Along comes Mike, and he's like, You've got to become Jewish. You've got to do everything to make my parents happy, right? Like, if my parents aren't happy, I can't. And then what does he do? He's cheating on her the entire time. What a little. Yeah. But she, she, the thing that surprised me is I like the way she stood up. At the end, before she left the show, mm-hmm. she stood up to him. But it's sad to find out that I, I, I'm losing her name. Who Mike? Uh, I should look it up real quick. Um, Jessica or Jessica was the wife. Paulina's the Paulina. That they're still together. I know. That's Yikes. just sad because you could <laughs> tell how she remember she had become friends with destiny and was te- and we could hear her on the phone saying mike won't let me talk mike w-. but then when she's on camera she won't she couldn't say it so yeah that became so weird too so even mike and you know what they never really followed up with his apartment building that he was building yeah, he was a horrible businessman as well. Like business failure after <laughs> business shoes? failure. Like yeah. everything was oh god, the shoes. Everything was just kind of really going downhill for yep. him. Like he just couldn't get a grip, you know? And like even his family knew it, sadly, you know. <clears throat> yeah. Poor like, poor oh. Mike. All the cheating and the weird standing up at different dinners and saying, I have to be honest with you. Yes, I have cheated, but we've worked it out. And then two days later, it would be happening again. Um, it was just, he was funny in the beginning. Uh, the shoe thing, the th- his brothers were, were, it seemed like a lot of the family too started separating themselves from the show from because, yeah. well, from everyone, right? Like you saw way less of everyone's family you saw less of Gigi's sister. You saw less of Mike's mom and dad. You saw less of Gigi's mom and dad. Reza's um, dad right. we only saw in the first season. Uh, of course, with MJ, they even kind of lessened her mom the last couple seasons. I feel like people were starting to feel 
that the whole environment was toxic Mm-hmm. And they yeah. just were trying to kind of get away Step from back. it. Yeah, because yeah. I liked Mike with his brothers, like the dentist brothers. Mm-hmm. I thought that was always kind of fun. Um, but I guess we should talk about Gigi too. Uh, <laughs> Golnessa, oh, Gigi, who started out as again um, from the very beginning. I love money. I love dick. I love right, like just knives. she was scary in the beginning i was like this girl's like she's gonna like cut someone seriously yeah remember she didn't have a job she was um materialistic i my father pays for everything um we had a lot of conflict with her sister who had previously uh dated mike Yes, and yeah in the very beginning they played it off like mike and golnessa might get together Right. Well, and then I think at one point they may have actually hooked up. That's still like a big question mark. Like that was never confirmed, but it seems like it may have happened. And and it really blew up when they went on the trip to where was it? Israel and Mike supposedly tried to have sex with her while he was married. Was he married when they took that trip? Yes, I think he was. Wasn't he? He was at least with Jessica. Yes, they were. I think they were at least engaged. Yeah, and he he said no, blah blah. But the thing about Gigi is, so she goes from that, then she becomes a pothead (laughs) who's trying to sell weed, and this is when Nima enters too, and. She has that horrible like TED talk or, or whatever she was trying to do when she sells oh, her she, business. It was like a, a new business pitch to oh. investors. Oh, it was so bad. Oh, God. She was so high. Yeah, I, she was like, hi, I'm yeah. Gigi. Oh, my God. Is that me? Can you hear my voice? My voice sounds weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm so high. So high. Um, <laughs> then after MJ gets pregnant, she decides she's going to get pregnant and she has a kid on her own with just mm-hmm. the help of, it looks like her mom did a lot of the work and an, and yeah. a nanny that showed up a lot in later seasons. Um, and towards the end, this who started as a girl and kind of became a woman on the show as we watched, right? Mm-hmm. Found herself, grew up, went through many iterations of faces as well. I mean, she's... <laughs> And hair Ooh, colors and, and styles. Yes, yeah. many wigs and hairs and implants and butt implants and breast implants and and totally admitting it to it all, right? Like the whole time. Um, by the end, she was like the voice of reason of this show. And I found that to be the- Shocking. Cr- <laughs> okay, so I'm not alone in this. You know, and it was, I think I am still surprised at how- pleasant i thought she was yep. the last season and how much i enjoyed her on the show i was just like where did this person come from um yeah yeah i think she i think she got on some meds that really helped her like i do think the pot when she dialed it back a little and maybe some other meds helped her because i think she she did have something going on whether it was anxiety or definitely or, you know like a bipolar disorder or something yep. um anger she was so angry gina she's very angry yes yeah therapy i don't know she had definitely done a lot of like work on herself asa would be very proud definitely. um i think of golnessa and how she turned out 
Well, the last thing I saw is that currently she's still like an Instagram influencer personality and she's um she had recently been in the news for taking what was it this new drug that makes people lose weight really quick isn't it also like a ozempic yes why would she need to be on that she's always been a tiny girl i have no idea i guess she gained a lot of weight i just quickly scanned the articles but this is what she's recently been in the news for which i was that's kind of sad but um yeah she i found to be the most um surprising was her dealing with mike and saying to him listen mike you're like me you're not built for monogamy you need the attention from other women even when you have a main woman you need side pieces you need dms on your or texts or whatever you just need to be honest with yourself stop hurting these women and become like get into polyamory like I want to, which she never ended up doing because I think she had in the last um, episode or with their reunion, she said that she basically had not had sex since before she got pregnant when she started. So it had been like more than three years since she had been with a man. And this is from Gigi who, right. That was her whole thing when she first started. It's like, I need dick every day. You know, she, every interview she she said that. she had a really weird, very short marriage as well. Remember? Oh my, that that <laughs> dude who looked like a chipmunk. Who the yeah. hell? Yes, that was very. And he got so angry at the camera that one time. He's like, "Do you want more? Do you want more?" Um, yeah, that was crazy. Oh, all the all the different crazy dramas that she got into. I would say she was totally wrong up until the point when she started to try to get pregnant. Then she changed and became a person who just didn't want to deal with any of the drama anymore. And yeah. um, I, what are the lock Nessa kind of went away. We never really saw her again. And I think you're right. I think she, she either found some medication or she found some kind of peace. I always felt from the anger that she had, that she had been abused in some way as a child. Yeah, that could be. That anger she had was so raw and it was so easy to access that I just felt like the pain has had to be something really, like something happened that she mm-hmm. could never talk about on the show. She doesn't need to, but um, she seemed to have gotten through it and yeah, her transformation over the course of nine seasons was by far the craziest fucking thing. And I always, I kind of had a, I like the way she liked camping so much. I thought it was so weird, um, but I yeah. love that too. So I yeah. like the way she was always like, I need to get back to nature. Um, and that was kind of where the knives thing I think came from. Mm, maybe, yeah. That she like like camping. Um well, those are the main characters. Some of the other ones, Shervin, he was kind of funny, but turned he out to be funny. creepy too at some points. And yeah, you know, he was only a main, he was a main cast member for seasons five and six. And that was when he kind of attached himself to Gigi too, which was kind of weird. Like they were hanging out a lot and yeah, 
Yeah, that's true. I, you know, the thing I remember most about him is I feel like he took an Instagram. So he had someone take an Instagram photo of him in a tub of flaming hot Cheetos, yeah. which I thought was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, he's so weird. Yeah. Um, but I kind of enjoyed his just ridiculousness. And he and like Mike together were just like a couple of meatheads for sure. Although I would say, I think Shervin was very successful in business. That's oh, kind of he, what it sounded like. Yes. He, he, he either was or he projected it properly by renting new cars every time right. he was going to be on the show. Uh, yeah. Every scene he had, he had a new car that looked like it had just been washed and detailed. I guess that's the same yeah. thing. I don't know. Um, I'm not a car guy. But yeah, yeah, he was kind of funny, but he became, I thought, a little, a little skeevy uh, towards the yeah. end. Um a person who I thought when she first came on the cast, I was like, wow, she is stunning. She is funny. I really like Destiny. And that did not last very long because she was just such a weird character. Like she kind of got in the middle of drama, but wouldn't own up to it. Yeah. And by yeah. the end, when she was even Andy Cohen on the final um the final reunion, he was like, Whoa, you look completely different. She had like weird contacts and she had cheek implants and chin implants and she just she seemed kind of troubled from the beginning. And as time went on, I just felt like we never really even got to know her. Yeah, I I mean in comparison to Nima, right? Like, yeah, yeah, enter that at the true. same time. Yeah. Oh, they entered at the same time. Yeah. So you were, so you're, I was thinking, oh, she was only on for like the last season, but nope. I guess she was in sooner. Yeah, they both were seven, eight, nine mm. main cast. She was a friend in season six. Okay. Because she grew up with Reza, um, to, as well. But then she became a main cast member, and we got a little bit about, remember, trying to find her dad? Oh, yeah, that's right. But that never really went anywhere, and then she never really opened up about it. She just was a very surface person. And then she hooked up with, uh, what's her name's brother? The guy with the- um, Oh, yeah. And then they had that weird date, remember, when he was, he was like totally fucked up? And then they never, he was never on the show again. Yeah, that's really. Uh, who, who was it? Wait, what was her name? Sarah, Sarah's brother. Yeah, and wasn't didn't Mike try to date Sarah too? Yes, he did, but she oh she God. she dissed him. That was a case of where Mike was uh, caught lying, where he was like, "Yeah, we decided not to do." And then in the next scene, it was like the scene before she had already said to everyone, "No, I'm not interested in Mike." Yeah. So. That was another one. But yeah, Destiny, we never really got to know her. Um, but I thought she had the potential to be kind of interesting. But in the end, it was just like they were just throwing people on the show because every time from season two on to season, I guess, two to like season six or seven, every new woman that they brought into the show, Reza would either monopolize her or villainize her. And so would MJ. So it was kind well, of like, yeah. why would you want to come on the show? 
And and sometimes it was like whoever the woman in question was, it's like they were both fighting over her in this weird way. Yeah. Like either Reza was didn't like her because MJ did, or MJ didn't like her because Reza worshipped her. Like with Lily, like MJ yep. was completely like jealous of Lily. For oh, sure. totally, totally. Yeah. That very yeah. true. Yeah, I think in the end, Reza and MJ are in love with each other. That's that's kind of what I decided on. Well, you remember? I think they said once when they were in high school. Yeah, that they had sex was, once. They had yeah. sex, and it is like this relationship where maybe they really are kind of in love with each other, mm-hmm. but it was never going to be a sexually satisfying relationship on a long term basis. And so, you know, yeah, it's I mean, hard honestly. Doesn't like yeah. vaginas, you know. What I mean? Right, <laughs> you know, thing. and I mean, honestly, it's like she would have been better off just like asking Reza to donate some sperm to her to get pregnant than hooking up with, you know, Tommy. Good God. Oh God, I have to say, Tommy. Um, met a lot of Tommies in my life. I'm from New Jersey, um, mm-hmm. and uh, could probably have a couple beers with him. A couple. And then leave and not yeah. not ever talk yeah. to him again. But yeah, crazy and drunk most of the time. Yep. Definitely had a drinking problem. Yeah. As did as I mean, it's reality TV. I think yeah, everyone most of on them the do. show did, right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, the the Reza MJ at the center of it. And the funniest thing is the last thing that I read before we started this podcast, because I want to catch up. What are they up to now? There's not too much updates. There's just still live there. Actually, they're all still married with the same people, right? So it hasn't been That's that good. long. But um, MJ is trying to sell a new show with her, Reza, and Gigi. And she's saying it is going to be a non-toxic reality television show. Including the main two Not with people. Her involved. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> her and Reza could never be a part of anything that's not toxic. They they are totally toxic. And I had forgotten that I had watched Reza. I had been first introduced to him actually. And I think it now that I think about it, maybe the reason why I ended up watching this show was I saw him on The Traders. Oh yeah, he yeah. I didn't watch that, but I know he was on it. Yeah, so I had not even realized that I had watched him already on that show. So I don't think we've seen the end of these people. They still come to BravoCon. There were rumors, even in that last uh, reunion, that Nima had hooked up with like Paige from Southern Charm and. Um, uh, Winter House and Summer House, or from oh, Summer House now on Southern I thought, Charm. I thought he also hooked up with someone from Vanderpump Rules. Yes, that Sheena Shea. Oh my. But that oh, was I before was she was married, and that was that oh, okay. was a while back. Oh. Um, but yeah, he's uh, he's seems like they're still a part of the Bravo world, and I would not be shocked if this was to come back in some way, shape, or form, a limited series or something. I mean, Bravo, Bravo never stops. So, Yeah, well, he's living in New York now, and I was trying to think of the, the cast of New Housewives and if 
there really isn't anyone single for him to hook up with, but um, yeah. Oh, hmm. I could see him hooking up with Bryn. (gasps) Oh my gosh. You're right. I don't think he makes enough money for her though. Eh, Probably true. Probably true. He says he's like a TV director or some kind of film director and uh, like, show me what you got, baby. I think it's just like a, Oh yeah, I'm in this. He was like a marketing dude before. Although that's even more reason for them to get together. She's like a, you know, marketing consultant. So yeah, well, Um, yeah, he's a commercial and film director in New York. So what an interest. Yeah, well, Bryn, that's the one. Yeah, that that could be. They'd be funny together. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if people pop up. It's Bravo loves keeping the world going. And it definitely did. I am happy that the show ended again. I, I think the show could have ended when Asa left. And because mm-hmm. it was a, such a different show. And when I think back on it, I feel like, gosh, I really did enjoy some of the conversations they had. And I think it's sometimes important for white people like ourselves, right? To see Mm -hmm. people of color just be people on a show and not there because they are a person of color, if you know what I'm saying. They showed themselves to be human people while we can still learn about their culture, there is a universality of humanity that was displayed in those first six seasons. And I guess in the other seasons as well, that just, it was terrible. Um, the, through that prism, it may have been through the Persian prism, but I felt like that's a good thing for people in America to see, um, especially in today's day and age. I think mm-hmm. it's good for people to say, oh, okay, hey, you know, the Shahs are just like us. That's how yeah. it goes. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it would be interesting if this show was still on right now just because of everything happening in the Middle East, because I think that's oh. one thing the show did a good job of was just talking about, you know, not everyone in Iran is, is Muslim. There's right. there that's what big I mean. reasons, was, yeah, big reasons why people left. Yeah, I mean, my, my boyfriend's part Jewish as well. Um, you know, Mike and Reza were as well. And um I mean, it's just, um, it's always good to at least have some type of insight and perspective into what's happening in another country. You know, particularly one of the reasons I kind of wish it was still on is because I, I'm fascinated by hearing stories from, uh, uh, you know, from the women's protests out of there. Cause you know, we aren't, mm, yeah. haven't got a lot of news on that recently. Um, I know stuff is still going on, but you know, the country does a good job of trying to not let certain things get out too. Like we never got COVID numbers from Iran. Not really. Yeah. There were some estimates, but you know, such a, um, like yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. That's a great point, Gina. And yes, yeah, when, when they went to Israel and Mike was so happy, but then Gigi felt a different way and Asa kind of felt a little bit of a different way. But then when they were close to Iran and Mike felt and and remember the way Reza was making fun of the women who are covering their heads, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it became a thing. And I think to see that within cultures, it reminds me of when I was younger um, and I saw uh, Spike Lee's school days and I you learn about how 
with no culture is monolithic and within every culture or people there are divisions that from an outsider's perspective could be very hard to understand wait you two hate each other but you're the same because you're different from me right and i think that when you're presented with that the conclusion you can only come to is oh we're all human so that's why i thought that that was very interesting that they kind of went on both of those trips and were able to explore mm-hmm. both sides of that mm-hmm. um and i think especially too in america where iran and even you get that thing like where where people where iranians say i'm persian because in america to say i'm iranian is oh yeah it's it's it, very charged pe- yes people get <laughs> people can people have an opinion negative pot there there's a different connotation there right and when people don't mm-hmm. know what kind of country iran was before things changed there before the revolution right how mm-hmm. western right. The, even the education level people still have there people don't understand that right people in america have a different perception um so i thought that that those discussions did kind of enlighten me in a ways but those ended once asa left those discussions really didn't happen yeah. anymore yeah which is is too bad yeah. but yeah i mean iran is on the verge of um you know i think you know in another 50 years there will not be a generation left that remembers what it was like before the revolution yeah. yep. if it's still under the same regime and that's you know pretty sad and and honestly it's it's um sometimes kind of surprising that they haven't been able to kind of take things back after this long. Cause I think, um, mm-hmm. yeah, Kayvon, Kayvon remembers the revolution happening yeah. and he remembers what it was like before and what it's, you know, he knows what it's like now he's been back a few times, um, since coming over here. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, uh, very different. Yeah, it's a complicated issue, and I mm-hmm. think it's interesting to, to shed light on it. In comparison, you have a show like Family Karma. I don't know if you watch that on Bravo. I which haven't. Is like no. Families, yeah, I have not watched that. They don't really ever talk about it. They 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 talk about their culture, right, and being mm-hmm. kind of Indian American, but they never really dive as deep as I felt they did in the first, you know, five right. or six seasons of Shaz. I felt that they actually, that I will compliment them on because I love Family Karma. It's an amazing show and I love watching it. It reminds me a lot of my Indian and Paki friends and I love, it. it's very, it's very funny and cute and there's a lot of good characters, but again, they don't get too deep. They don't really talk too much right. about the caste system or what, what they brought right. over from, you know, why this family is considered better than the other family. It just is that way. Yeah. Uh, they don't challenge I, that. Yeah. And I think a lot of people in the U S don't even realize their realize about the caste system and how it and, carries over. Yeah. Yes. And, and in California recently, Newsom vetoed putting something into effect that would, prevent discrimination within caste systems in the in the uh um indian i guess east east asian community and um he said the discrimination laws in place should 
also cover this, but I think because a lot of Americans don't understand mm-hmm. that they don't aren't necessarily aware when it's happening, but you know, it is, um, it is a problem. And even within the Indian community, I worked with a girl once who, um, she was Indian, very dark skin, had been born here. And, you know, there, there seemed to be skin toned biases and criticisms yeah. throughout various person oh. of color communities. Of and course, yeah. she was always told from the time she was a little girl, it's too bad you're so dark. No one's probably ever mm. going to want to marry you yeah. by her own family members. And just like, how heartbreaking is that? And she's a beautiful, fun, smart, intelligent woman. You know, I'm just like, screw them. Like, that sucks yeah. to grow up with that. Like, how shitty. Um, yeah, I learned a lot when yeah. I was teaching high school in Manhattan. I learned a lot about um, different divisions between um, uh, a lot of uh, Latino uh, people from different countries, Spanish speaking countries, I should just say. Um, yeah. And how they viewed themselves, w- 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 even by using words like Latino or white or black or Spanish speak or what they, right? Like what they mm-hmm. considered, which in my opinion is always that's personal, right? Like we have to create these labels to maybe even do research, to talk about it in some way. But again, it becomes like a personal thing. So. There's actually a re. I just looked up. There's a, a a book called Cast: The Origins of Our Discontent by Isabel Wilkerson. It was pretty popular. Oh. Came out recently. It was kind of about America, um, like caste systems in America. But yeah, that's that's something that they don't really dive. A lot of reality TV doesn't dive into it. So I do have to give Shaw's credit for that. But uh, it did descend into a basically. Uh, terror angelus i should call it It was like just yelling at each other (laughs) and horrible right just being mean to each other backstabbing um so i don't know what i'm gonna do next i think that's the only show on bravo that i I, i'm i'm thinking should i what else am i gonna watch when i ride the bike do you have any suggestions or what i i think i have pretty much watched every Bravo. I got to find like a, just a really, I can't watch like teen moms or anything like that. Or yeah, you've watched all the below decks, right? Yep, I've seen them all. Maybe I'll just um, go back to captain Lee. <laughs> I, um, it, did you watch like below deck adventure? Yep, too? Everything. Okay. Everything. <laughs> okay. I'm just checking. Um, I'm trying to think I, I only watch a, a few of the hand, the, the handmaid shows. The handmaid. <laughs> a few of the housewife oh. shows. Yeah, me too. Um, I can't. They those become too much fighting too. I don't. That's yeah. I watch Bev Hills, Salt Lake City, New York, and yeah. Jersey. Like those are the ones I. Jersey's coming back soon. Stick with yeah. Bev Hills is back, and that's going to be really interesting. Yeah, one. we'll get a few episodes in, and and we can talk about that because. We jumped in and we're watching. So we've watched, I guess there's a new episode this week we haven't seen. Yeah, but, there are two. I think to, this week was the second episode for Okay, so yeah. we're just getting, and that's basically to see how Kyle and Mauricio 
breakup and what the heck's going mm-hmm. on with that. So we're we're just kind of diving into that. And um, I think when um, Salt Lake uh, ends, maybe we we can chat about that too. That's that was a weird episode yeah. with um, the woman yelling at her mom at the, and then the conversation with the mom in the last episode was. Oh, I was like, I felt completely different um, about uh, because who Monica was like, wow, what a brat. And then I heard like the whole other side of the story. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, Jesus, like that's something I've never really heard before. Mm. Um, Not I mean, you know, it happens. But at the same time, that just seemed it seemed so specific. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, how are you even in touch with this person anymore? Would be my question. Gina, I, you know, I, I I think about this all the time. I think that family is fantastic, but in my life, I have seen almost an equal amount of people who their families have just shredded them and taken them down as Mm -hmm. those who have been lifted up or supported by their family. And she is one person who should have never introduced her children to her mother. Yeah, never. I agree. Right? Like that should have just been like, I don't, I mean, she must have needed her in some way financially or. Oh, it's clear she still does. If the lease to her car is in her mother's name, even if she's making the payments on it. Well, get on that Instagram, baby. You know what I'm saying? You're a real housewife now. You you, you shouldn't need mama anymore. Get on that Instagram, start pitching, start doing ads or do whatever you do. Get to BravoCon, make some deals, be like Bethany, because skinny vodka and skinny margarita is fucking everywhere. She took over the world with that shit. Oh, I haven't seen it in stores in years. But everybody orders them when you go. It's like become oh. like a thing. Well, yeah, but I don't yeah. even think it's branded. I yeah. think they just oh, say, she sold oh, it. Yeah, it, yeah, she's yeah. she's out now. But yeah, I think I mean they said on the on that interview she did on the town. He said she sold her company for like a hundred million, and I heard it was much more than that. Wow, much more. So she's doing quite all right. She doesn't need to be doing podcasts and TV, but some people have a thirst for (laughs) (laughs) the spotlight, you know, like us and our little podcast all about them. That's true. That's true. We're we're, we're just, we're putting that spotlight on them. Well, um, all right. Well, with that, we had a great pod. Of course, you'll be on again. Um, any final words that you'd like to have? Uh, I don't think so. You know, um, I guess if you haven't, if people out there listening have never tried Persian food, I would say find a Persian restaurant, order yourself some of the steak kebab that's ground up because it's way better than hamburgers. Get some gourmet sabzi, um, you know, try, try Persian food because it's, it's very good. It's very simple. And, um, my boyfriend's an amazing cook. And then I've made some things before too, which have gotten his stamp of approval. Like I've nice. made gourmet sexy before and uh, a couple of other stews and things. I have a really good Persian cookbook. It's called, um, I think it's called the saffron, the saffron tales. Um, but that's a great cookbook and everything I've made from it turns out uh, it's a hundred percent Persian approved. <laughs> so nice. Yeah. That's yeah. one thing I love about that show is, 
they never, every time they got somewhere, they would be just order like 50 things off the menu. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. appreciate that. I like when Mike, the yeah. situation does that on Jersey shore. He, he, even when he's at the strip club, he's like, let me get the chicken tenders, the steak, the lobster. He's like ordering like a five course meal from a strip club. That's the way you do it, baby. Jersey style. Well, thank you, Gina, for giving me yeah. this time to, I had a great time talking with you. You remembered a lot. Uh, you know, I did shows. a little, I did a little refreshing this morning, just of like characters and okay. some things did come did back, but job. yeah, it's, it's been a while. I was like, Oh, I'm very rusty on my shaws well, of sunset. <laughs> I'll say anybody out there, I, I would, you know, you might want to watch the whole thing, but definitely I think the first six, once Asa left the change, but it's a very, it's a fun show. And I think there was less fighting up to that point too, because that's the thing too, is I like my reality, a little bit of drama, but mostly humor. I like, you know, I like, or I like to see weird shit happening, like Roy Orbison's son on below deck. That's fun to me. You know, like what the fuck is Roy Orbison's son doing on below deck? But he's currently on below deck right now as a. He's been on, on several times before, yeah. and his family's always very delightful. <laughs> like he wasn't so delightful very... last time, though. Remember, he got very uh, drunk. Oh well, this time they were very they much were on the very, up and up, yeah. and his kids are freaking adorable. Oh, oh my, my god. god, they're yes. little blonde dollies. Yes, they are. Well, his wife is a knockout. She is gorgeous. Yeah, she's very and cute. If you yeah. remember the last time they came on, I think the wife brought like her sister and some of her friends. So there were like four six foot blonde Norwegian woman walking over and like Roy Orbison's <laughs> son. Um, yeah. Maybe that's why he got so drunk. Um, but anyway, we'll be back. Thank you, everyone, for listening. DVRpodcast.com. Peace out.